Smith has it. Knicks down three. Should the Bulls foul? No. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes down, and the game is tied. All right, recording this 2:34, the 26th of July. Man, I'm by myself. You know, no Nolan today, but. You know, it's been a while since I recorded by myself since the beginning episodes of the Corner Three. Um, yeah, man, get right into it. This is uh, the Big Board Edition. Uh, I have ranked the top 30 prospects. Yes, yes, I am a nerd, and uh, I spend a lot of time doing this. Um, so to break it down, pretty much rank all 30 prospects of the draft, uh, where I think they were projecting NBA. And yeah, let's just get right into it. Uh, so number one on my big board, I have Cade Cunningham. Average 20 points, three assists, six rebounds, shot 40% from the field, 84% from the free throw line. So just a really, really complete basketball player in this stage of his career. Can pass six, seven, uh, can score three levels. A uh, big strong guard will able to play defense right away. Man, uh, only question marks is, is he a primary ball handler in this league? Or is he a secondary ball handler? Uh, we'll, we'll see how that translates into the league. But uh, I, I do see multiple all-star selections for him. Um, multiple comp MVP seasons from him. Really the, the cream of the crop of this draft. Uh, most definitely the face of this draft. Think Carl Anthony Towns. Think uh, Ben Simmons. Undoubtedly the number one pick of this draft. By far one of my favorite talents uh, in the past years or so. Uh, we'll be watching a lot of Detroit basketball. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, number two. Number two. Uh, I got to go Jalen Green, man. I got to go Jalen Green. Uh, over Mobley, yes, yes, yes. Uh, average 17 points, two assists, four rebounds, shot 36% from three-point range, 82% from the free throw line. R really, really dynamic scorer. Has extreme, excellent potential to be uh, a premier scorer in this league. Um, extremely, extremely dynamic athlete. Uh, you know, when you think about him, think Anthony Edwards from last year's draft. I think if Jalen Green was in last year's draft, he'll be competing f for the number one pick with Edwards. Uh, just re an extreme talent. Uh, if Houston does pick him, uh, they're going to have a really, really good time. Uh, a fun time with him, Kevin Porter, and Christian Wood. I really, really like this kid. Can't lie. Uh, third on my list is uh, his teammate, uh, Jonathan Kuminga. A lot of people have been down on him, but it's just hard to look past his size, um, him being able to handle the ball. You know, you know his offense is, 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 he's athletic enough to get to where he wants to get to. He just needs to develop his jumper. Um, his jumper is not broken by any means. Uh, I would like him to be a little bit more smarter with the decision making. You saw that a lot in the G League, but I really, really like his potential. My favorite wing in this draft by far. Yeah, man. Um, a little high on my board at three. You see him dropping off in a lot of mock drafts to, you know, maybe the fifth, sixth pick, but 
I, I don't know. I really, really like Jonathan Kuminga. And uh, his potential, man, at 6'8". Really, really good guard. Really good wing, my fault. Uh, for number four on my big board. Man, I got to go. I can't let him drop any more than this. Uh, Evan Mobley, center out of USC. Definitely, definitely the premier big man in this draft. Average 16, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, elite skill set. Elite, elite offensive skill set. Um, could protect the rim. Uh, he could play with a lot of teams in the top uh, in the top draft. You know, he, could, he fits well with Houston. He fits well with the Cavs. Uh, I don't see him dropping past the Cavs, even with the whole Jared Allen situation and uh, making a decision if they have to pay him. But, you know, I, I like Evan Mobley. He's the best big man in this draft. Um, we got to see how he develops. Definitely has to fill in a little bit more. But, you know, it is what it is. I, uh, you know, I, I would like him to be in Toronto, you know, uh, but we'll see where that goes. But Evan Mobley is definitely number four on my big board and the premier big man on this draft. Uh, number five, man, it's hard, but it's between Snugs and Barnes. But I edge Barnes over Snugs just simple the fact that he does a lot of things well on the court and he's going to make your team a lot better at 6'8", being able to handle the ball, being able to pass the ball, and being able to guard at least four positions, the first four positions in the, in the beginning half of his career. He reminds me a lot of Draymond Green, just does a lot of the good stuff. Um, I would like to see him on Toronto because I don't really think Toronto is a tank team necessarily. They just had a bad season with the COVID riddled season. You know, they'd be able to, you know, plug him in and he'd be able to contribute uh, in that system, be able to play defense uh, in that system. And, yeah, I, I really like Scotty Barnes at five. And uh, we're going to pause it right here, take a little break, and I'm going to go over my next five prospects. My next five prospects. All right, so next prospect I wanted to speak about was uh, at six, Jalen Snuggs. Um, Jalen Snuggs averaged 14, one assists, five rebounds. I mean, four assists, five rebounds, sorry. Uh, shot 33% from the three-point range, 75% from the free throw line. Um, uh, I like his defensive abilities. Uh, I don't know his potential offensively. I really think uh, he's going to be limited at the offensive end. Uh, showed a lot of uh, offensive limitations uh, at college, even though he's a great, excellent uh, floor general. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Chauncey Billups, uh, Jason Kidd in that mold of point guard. Don't know if he'll be as great as them, but definitely a defensive-minded point guard, a uh, tough-nosed guy. Um, Reminds me a lot of uh, Chris Dunn coming out of the draft. I wasn't high on Chris Dunn, but he reminds me of that mold. Um, I'm questioning his offensive ability. The reason why he's ranked six, a lot of people think, you know, he's like the third best prospect, maybe even the fourth best prospect in this draft. But in my humble opinion, um, I, I I don't know, at 6'4", um, and not really showing too much offensive flair. I understand the system in Gonzaga is more of a team-oriented thing, but I don't know. 
I don't know. I question his offensive ability uh, to put up big points. Don't know necessarily he'll be ever to, if he'll ever put up 20 points a game, uh, which is kind of the ideal benchmark uh, which you want your point guard to be, right? An offensive tack, offensive uh, guy ready to attack to keep defensive on uh, to keep defensive honest. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see with that. At seven, I have James Booknight. Man, I like uh, at at a UConn. Excellent score, uh, put up 18, five rebounds, one assist, uh, shot 29% from three, 77% from the free throw line. I love his potential. You know, I, he reminds me a lot of Zach Levine, just being able, he's like the same height, same size as Zach Levine, be able to handle the ball, three-level scorer, freak athlete, you know, him and Jalen Green are very similar in that aspect. Um defensively uh you know at least he tries you know at UConn with Bobby Hurley he, he you know they over there they preach defense and you know he was coached well over there at UConn um I would love to see the Warriors take him and develop him alongside Steph Draymond and Clay along that core would like to see him I don't know maybe he doesn't drop down that far but to the Spurs I, I think they draw they drafted a lot of wings and I like to see them draft a guard, being able, you know, to blend well with a lot of those three and D players they have. But they're kind of log jammed at the guard position. But they don't have somebody like James Booknight, you know, a dynamic scorer with his potential. Gonna be interesting to see uh, where Booknight falls in the draft. But hey, uh, at number eight, at my favorite three and D wing, uh, Corey Kisper out of Gonzaga. One of the all-time shooters in college basketball history, in my opinion. Put up 18 points, 1 assist, 5 rebounds. Shot 44% from 3, 87% from the free throw line. Um, a sharp shooter. Uh, thank Joe Harris, you know, be in, because he he's able to bring a lot of defensive flair. Um, he's older, be able to come in and defend, be able to come in and shoot the three ball. Uh, play team play team he played within a team in Gonzaga in four years so you know he'll able to help a winning situation play along stars I, I really like Corey Kisper as a prospect um be able to put the ball on the floor a little bit just a really really dope uh prospect has a good head on his shoulders uh yeah definitely my favorite 3 and D prospect um doesn't have the physical uh tools like the big hamstring like other wings uh got but just overall just a ways you know i, I really like his ceiling I, re I mean i really like his floor uh if i could say that i really like his floor at nine i got uh moody uh freak as far as uh, his wingspan i don't know if you guys ever saw that picture of him at the doorway like his hands is stretching over the like bro he is a freak athlete um, I love the way he shot the ball at um, at Arkansas. Put up, you know, 16, 5, and 1. Shot 35% from the 3. Shot 81% from the free throw line. I saw that he I saw that he worked out for the Warriors. You know, they have 7 and 14. I like to see him on the Warriors as well. Um, him being able to guard multiple positions. When I see him, I think more um, Mikel Bridges from the Suns. Just a really solid three and D player, like his size. Uh has a lot has potential. Maybe he could be more than that. 
um, if he's able to develop his handle, develop his offensive game, and uh, maybe in the future he become a three-level scorer, but we never know. But I really, really like Moody. Uh, this is Nolan's favorite uh, prospect in the draft. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. At number ten, um, I got Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, six eight, six nine wing, but plays the point guard position. You know, uh, average. Um, he averaged ten seven and seven. Um, really orchestrated the offense in Australia. Came from the same league, Lamelo and R.J. Hampton came from, and Deshaun Tate from the Houston Rockets. I think that league has shown that you know prospects can go in there and do their thing, and you know, and it translates to the NBA, which is pretty dope. I like Josh Giddy a lot. Uh, whoever takes him, please, please, you got to run him at point. Um, he runs off pick and well, well. At six nine, he's able to look at look over defenses, able to make that correct pass, can make every pass on the book. Uh, the only question to me for him is his jump shot. He has to develop a jump shot, and um, you know after you know he develops that catch and shoot, I would love for him to develop, um, you know a little mid range game, a little, you know a little three level, you know three level scoreness to him. Um, I like his defensive potential at six and nine. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to like at Giddy, but definitely is a project pick. Uh, but uh, dope talent, dope talent, dope talent for sure. Um, at eleven, I gotta go Chris Duarte, man. Can't let him drop this far. I really, really love this prospect. Uh, put up seventeen points. Uh, Two assists, four rebounds at Oregon. Shot 42% from three, 81% from the free throw line. Really, really like his game. He's a bit on the older side at 24 years old. I know he's the same age as Devin Booker, which is kind of crazy. Um, shout out to him. He's actually from New York. Uh, you know, if he gets drafted from, if he gets drafted to the Knicks, a big, big Dominican community here. Uh, be interesting to see where he falls. Definitely a guy. Um, if you draft him, you definitely be looking at him producting, uh, being productive right away, at him being 24. You know, he's a type of kid that makes stuff happens with his career. You know, he played two years at Oregon, but before that, uh, he played at a JUCO. You know, he played JUCO, and uh, made it happen. Grinded, uh, worked on his game religiously, and now you know he's damn near a lottery pick, which is you know dope to see. And uh, hopefully he's able to come into whatever situation he's in and contribute right away. That's the belief around Chris Dorte. Uh, looks like the Warriors, Knicks, uh, a lot of teams that are ready to make the next step next year are, are interested in him. Uh, very interested to see where uh, Chris Dorte falls. At 12, uh, one of my favorite prospects, uh, Josh Christopher. Uh, I love me some Josh Christopher. Um, was been watching him since high school. Uh, he played on the same high school team as Jalen Green. Pretty much uh, the same mold as Jalen Green. 6'5", uh, guard, extreme handles. I love his handles. He's able to get anywhere on the court. Uh, dope mid-range game. Freak athlete at the rim. Freak finisher. Um, just his three-point shot is something that needs to improve hands down uh whatever situation that he gets into you would love to see them work on his shot 
Um, his shot is not broken by any means at all. It's not like a Lonzo Ball type of situation, but really, really love his uh, approach to the game. Really love his swag, his attitude. Um, I expect some some dope things coming out of Christopher. At, at, at the at the bare minimum, he's a guy who comes off your bench and can give you 16, like Jordan Clarkson. Real, real, real shit. I, I I really like Josh Christopher game. Um, extremely young, one of the youngest prospects in this draft. Be interesting to see where he goes. I'm gonna take a quick little break, and uh, when we come back, we're gonna break down the next few uh, prospects. Uh, we broke down 12 so far, so when I be back, we'll break down a few more. All right, I'm back. Let's get right into it. The next prospect, the uh, Troy Murphy. The third at 13th, 13th on my big board, average 11, 3-1, and one, uh, a sharp shooter, 6-9, uh, able to defend multiple positions. It's going to be interesting to see where he falls. His stock been rising like crazy. Could be a back-end lottery guy or could be drafted at the end of the first round. Really don't know, man. Really don't know. It's going to be interesting to see... Uh, how he develops if he stays as a 3 and D guy. A lot of people think that, you know, he'll be able to just be a 3 and D guy a uh, majority of his career. Some guys think he'll be able to develop more at his size and be able to put the ball on the floor. Um, we'll see. But at, as he, and at this stage of his career, man, you got to love what he brings to a team. Hopefully my Knicks could pick him up. Love his size. Love his shooting. Shout out to Troy Murphy the third. At 14, uh, one of the most controversial guys in the draft, uh, Sharif Cooper at 20, uh, I mean at 14, average 28 assists, four, uh, four rebounds, uh, premier passer in his draft, um, struggled at the three-point line, only shot 22% from the three-point line, shot 85% from the, uh, from the free-throw line, so... Uh, that's a good indication right there. Um, I see him falling in the draft just due to the fact that there's a lot of question marks surrounding his jumper, surrounding his size. Uh, I was looking at you know at a draft uh, draft guide and he was saying they were saying that he was six four. This man is not six four. He's five eleven, guys. And uh, him being able to defend at the next level is going to be a huge question mark. And I think. With all those things surrounding him, uh, he'll be he's gonna be able to fall. But you know, if he gets into the right situation, he can be the steal of the draft. Or within the next few years, you're gonna be looking at him like you know Dennis Smith Jr. Like what happened to his career? Um, one of those prospects, man. It's up in the air to see where he goes. But definitely an interesting prospect. Uh, everybody's looking to see where Sharif Cooper goes, man. Definitely. He's a lottery talent, but he won't go in the lottery just because of all those factors. Um, at 15, Trey Mann out of Florida. Love his game. I love his perimeter game. Uh, average 16, 5, and 5 at Florida. Man, shot 40% from 3, 83% from the free throw line. Um, 6, 5. Reminds me a lot of uh, Alec Burke, uh, surprisingly enough. Um... I could say that I don't know if he's a three-level scorer because he does have uh, he doesn't really get to the line, struggles to finish around the basket. But 
man, his handle, his step back, his, you know, he's he's really able to to score the ball. He reminds me a lot of quickly. Reminds me a lot of quickly, able to get to his spots. Man, his three point shot is is. I was watching uh, his workout, man, and you know you got to put. A lot of people put stock in workouts. A lot of people don't. Um, but you know, definitely a pure pure stroke. Uh, one of the best shooters in this draft for sure. Um, definitely gonna see, definitely interested to see where he goes. Um, at sixteen, it's hard for me to to really uh to drop him any more or less than this. Uh I gotta go with my guy Jalen Johnson out of Duke. Uh dynamic wing, super freak, jumping out the gym at six nine, but uh he quit on my squad. I have an issue with that. Uh not only that, uh a lot of question marks with him offensively. He doesn't shoot the ball at all. Um he could do a little bit of the playmaking. Um his real potential to me is on the defensive end at six nine. He reminds me a lot of Aaron Gordon. Uh, but you know, we see we see how Aaron Gordon's panning out in the league. He's become more of a defensive guy. Uh, I think in Orlando, it kind of showed that you know he could put up fourteen, fifteen points, but don't look at him to be a top, you know, uh, you know, a, a top three uh, scoring option on your team and expect to win a championship. That's just not happening. I kind of see the same career path. For Jalen Johnson, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. At 17, I have Isaiah Jackson. Um, about time we get to another big man. <laughs> you know, four from 17. Yeah. Um, overall prospect. Uh, average two blocks in Kentucky. Gonna be interesting to see uh where he goes. A lot of teams are high on him, especially the Knicks. The Knicks are extremely high on him. Uh, that Kentucky connection. Um, he's a freak athlete, one of the best athletes in his draft. Him, Kai Jones, Jericho Sims, just freaks of nature in his drafts. Um, a lot of people think that he has uh, offensive potential. I don't know about that. I think his bread and butter in his league is going to be same thing, something that Mitch does. Pick and roll to the basket. Uh, fit, uh, block shots. Uh you know, just a dump off at the dunker spot uh, when the guards and Randall gets, you know, guards get in trouble in the paint. Going to be interesting to see <clears throat> where he goes. Um, I like his defensive potential. Definitely, definitely. At 18, I have Donovan Mitchell. Um, a little low compared to most people, but at 6 feet and him not being, like, I understand he shot 44% from three, but he also shot 64% from the free throw line. And uh, if anybody knows, that's a strong indication of you're not a good sh uh, you're not a good shooter. So it is what it is with him. Um, his bread and butter is going to be on the defensive end, but he's six foot uh, in the NBA, where uh, stronger, longer guys, versatile guys are in demand at all positions. So I don't know. I see him Patrick Beverly type of guy. Um, he's definitely going to be able to help a team win. But I think it's crazy for him to be a lottery pick. He's definitely a first-round talent along with uh, his teammate Jared Butler. But uh, I don't understand him being a lottery talent, just in my opinion. Uh, you know, he's older than everybody. I think that's the reason why he showed a lot of that in Baylor. Um, not to rag on the guy, but... Yeah, I, I just don't really see what other people see. 
I could be proven wrong, you know, I could be proven wrong, and we'll see, we'll see. At 19, I have Sengun, uh, European prospect, European center, won MVP in the Turkish League, average 19, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, um, old school big, shot 81% from the free throw line, old school big, um, you're hoping with him. That he develops into a Jonas Valanciunas type of guy, able to filling out his body, um, yeah, yeah, just uh, old school type of big. If he's able to fill up his body with his skill level, he'll be able to do some stuff in the league. Um, I could see why he's a lottery talent. Um, really dominated his league MVP at 18, which is at any league if you're an MVP at 18 playing against grown men, that's something to look at, right? definitely uh a project um a risky pick um wouldn't recommend taking him in the lottery but as a first round talent definitely definitely uh definitely a dope guy um i'm gonna take a little break right here i'm gonna pause it and then we're gonna talk about the next few prospects uh 10 more prospects to go but all right i'm back and uh Let's speak on 20. The 20th prospect on my big board, I got Franz Wagner, Mo Wagner's brother, uh, second year sophomore guy out of Michigan. 3 and D guy, jump shot a little iffy, but able to pass the ball, has very good vision, um, be able to guard the first three positions. Um, don't, you know, he's a little bit low on my board. Don't know if it's, I don't know, I don't know, a lot of question marks about him. Mainly his offensive potential, his jump shot wasn't the best, um, shot 34% from 3 at the college line as a 3 and D guy, projected to be a 3 and D guy in the league, I don't know, but I like his defensive potential, dope vision, shot 85% from the free throw line, so that's a good indication, but in such a deep draft, um, I don't know. I just don't see him as a lottery talent. Uh, last year, he definitely would have been a lottery talent within that Devin Vassell range. Uh, back in lottery. I'm going to be shocked if he's in the lottery in this one. But um, definitely can help the team win. Uh, definitely a rotation piece. Yeah. So at 21, I got Kai Jones out of Texas. Uh, freak athlete. A total project at 21. A total project. Um definitely gonna be playing a lot of g league in the beginning of his career needs to fill out uh but he's a freak athlete uh has amazing uh rim potential rim protection potential um i don't see him being able to shoot the three or mid-range hopefully he's able to develop that in the coming years but he does not have that at all uh science the clutch uh and the clutch pro day bro he missed like 15 three corner three-pointers so that just goes to show you um, where he's at in his uh, development. But I love his uh, athletic ability. Reminds me a lot of Jackson Hayes. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where he goes. Uh, at 22, I got Keon John. I got Keon. Uh, I got Keon Johnson at Tennessee. Um, a freak athlete. One of those freak athletes at the uh, the guard positions. Um, I like his defensive potential. Um, he's an athlete, a, a pure athlete. Got into basketball really late. Um, 
I really don't know. He was a lottery talent uh, before the college season. Uh, I think his offensive ability got exposed. Uh, but within the right situation, I really think he's a, he'll be able to help a team. Um, hopefully he could uh, develop into a uh, Pat Connaughton type of player. Uh, has the athletic ability like Connaughton. But Connaughton's able to, you know, put the ball down on the floor, put some pressure on the defense, and he's able to shoot the three. And um, if he could be like that uh, in a few years in his career, that would be dope. That would be dope for, uh, for Keon. At 23, I have Zaire Williamson at, at Stanford. Um, a highly touted high school player, highly touted high school player, uh, got exposed a little bit at Stanford, um, Stanford, due to the COVID season, really didn't have a home, similar to what the Raptors had, um, at 6'8", you could play him at the 2, reminds me a lot of Karen Radish, um, average 10, 4 rebounds, 2 assists over at Stanford, shot 79% from the free throw line, 29% from 3, so, um, if you're picking him, it's probably going to be lower first round, high second round. Um, you're drafting him just based on his high school pedigree and see if you can get something out of that. Um, uh, the only reason why he's on my board right now is because I really like his height. I like his physical tools. Um, jumper doesn't look broken at all. I like, I, you know, I like his physical tools. And if you ever, if you're able to tap him. To whatever he had in high school, you got you got something. We got something cooking. We got something cooking. Um, at twenty four, I have Jared Butler, out of uh, Jared Butler out of Baylor. Um, you know both. Like I said in previous pods, man, both of the Baylor guards, they scare me. Um, Jared Butler a little bit more um, offensive. He's he's there offensively. Um, just his, and his medical records, he just got cleared. Um, he got cleared by the NBA, but it doesn't mean he doesn't get cleared by an NBA team. So, you know, there's that. It'll be interesting to see where where he goes. Um, definitely, if everything's able to shake out correctly, he's definitely you know able to help a team. This is a very deep draft. Um, last year you would have saw him go. Uh, just under the lottery, I think, but in such a deep, deep draft, you definitely see him going lower first round. Uh, shot 41% from three, 78% from the free throw line. Can't, can't, can't be mad at his production at, at the college level, but, um, only questions I have is will his skills able to translate to the next level. Uh, I got Jalen Springer, Keanu Johnson's, uh, teammate at Tennessee. Um, Springer. Springer's a dope athlete. Didn't really get to show that at Tennessee. Um, he reminds me a lot of, like, Frank. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's definitely going to be a project to go offensively. Um, another reason why these Tennessee guys are so low on my board. Uh, I, throughout the season, I saw them play a little, uh, you know, a little lazy. Um, that tournament game. Don't know how they lost that. Uh, both of those guys just seem lost out there. Um, I like him as a defensive guard. Um, but other than that, has a lot of holes in his game that I would really like to see him uh, develop. At 26, I got Quentin Grimes, one of my favorite prospects in this draft. I got him a little low. 
I mean, just based off his age, um, he does a lot of things well. Uh, average 17, uh, two assists, five rebounds at Houston. Shot 43, shot 40 percent from three at like seven at seven attempts. So he shot a high clip at Houston. Um, shot and then made uh, 40 percent of them. Cannot be mad, but uh, Quentin Grimes. Uh, I think he'll be able to come in right away and help a team, which is saying a lot after his first year because he was in that same high school class as RJ, as Zion. So, you know, interesting to see uh, him develop, transfer over to Houston. And, uh, you know, Harden told him that, you know, Samson was going to let you rock out at Houston. And uh, that's exactly what he let him do. Um, yeah, nice to see him develop and uh, get some looks by NBA teams. I definitely think he'll be able to help an NBA team right now. Uh, at 20, 27, I got Bowens Highland. Man, this guy is a dope scorer. He reminds me a lot of quickly, able to shoot the ball. Um, I don't really see him as a point guard in the league, but definitely somebody who's able to put the ball on the floor. Think quickly. Think Lou Williams. Um, love his handle. Three-way scorer. Um, just a lot of holes in his game defensively. The reason why he's not really uh, touted high, but... You know, a team could see his offensive potential and, and take him. I really I really do see that. Um, can be a back-end first-round guy, early second-round guy, mid-first round. I don't know, man. This draft is so deep. We, we got to see what goes on. We got to see what goes on. At 28, we're coming down to it, man. We're coming down to it. At 28, I got Isaiah Todd uh, at a G League Ignite. A lot of people then don't talk about Isaiah Todd. 6'9". Uh, forward, um, able to put the ball on the floor, shoot the three. He showed he's able to shoot the three. Struggled a lot defensively, looked a little lost. Um, but if a winning team at the back end of the first round could take him in, develop him, uh, has high school pedigree, high school ex excellence uh, basketball-wise, um, chose not to go the college route and chose to, you know, be a pro, essentially, right? So... Interesting to see how he develops. I will be cl playing close eye, close, uh, close eye on him. Sorry, I've been recording for 33 minutes uh, solo. It's been a while. It's been a while. I think I'm doing a good job. I think so. <laughs> but gonna be interesting to see uh, where Isaiah Todd goes. Um, a lot of potential in him. Uh, dropped a lot since before the G League season. Gonna see. Uh, at 29, I got Cam Thomas. Uh, Cam Thomas, you know, he, he showed that he could score in multiple ways at LSU, just didn't score efficiently, and does not play no defense at all, none whatsoever. Um, maybe a winning, a team that has a winning situation could bring him in, come off the bench, uh, let him come off the bench, and hopefully they're able to develop him defensively at 6-4, uh, if they're able to reel him in with the efficiency, he can be a productive NBA player, but... Um, I've seen a lot of things in college that I didn't really like. I really don't like. We're going to see how that plays out in the NBA. And uh, 30th, last but not least, I have AO from Illinois, man. Um, three, a, a junior out of Illinois. Put up 20 points, five assists, six rebounds. Um, you know, dominated the Big East. Shot 39% from three, 78% from the free throw line. 
I don't know if you hear that car. There's like some uh, some guy turning up, but um, yeah, Ao. Um, I don't know if his offensive skills would translate into the league, but one thing for sure, he'd be able to play defense. Um, solid worker. You hear nothing but great things coming out of uh, Illinois from him. I'm gonna be interested to see how he pans out compared to the other guards. Uh, there's a lot of, it's guard and wing heavy in this draft. Um, gonna be interesting to see how teams analyze him and compare him to the other guys, such as Springer, uh, Keon. Uh, you know, it's interesting to see where he stacks up against them. Uh, Butler, you know, high, uh, Bones, even McBride, who didn't crack my list, but, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how executives compare, uh, the guards in this draft. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, make sure to follow me on Twitter at BaseGodAlley. Make sure to check out our website. Um, we have articles. We have all our episodes on there. Um, and, yeah, man. Yeah. Peace.